what's up, faders? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Fit in Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And as you fine folks know, Got Fit in Japan's about two dudes, booze, Japan in the news. And this is episode number... Ba -ba 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 -ba. 397. Yep, that's right. Episode 400 is soon approaching. So for in episode number 400, what we're going to do is the all POW episode. POW means pick of the week. We choose a beer, we drink it, we talk about it. So for if you want us to talk about your favorite beer, send us a direct message on Facebook or what's it called? Messenger or whatever. Whatever. Get in contact with us and let us know which beers you want us to drink. Or if you want to send us a beer, send us a direct line and um, we will send you Tom's home address. So you can send him uh, beers and stalk him. <laughs> <laughs> you can stock Tom. It's all good. Don't stock me, but you can stock Tom. It's fine. Um, yeah, so that's going to be episode number 400, which should be approaching in mid-July, actually. Oh, looking forward to that. And um, as I said, Got Fitted Japan's about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. However, um, this episode's about one dude and no Japan. Why no Japan? Well, because... For the last 10 days, I was in Berlin, and I was working there, and uh, yeah, I was not in Japan, so I'm not going to talk about Japan. Uh, next episode, which we're actually going to record tonight, uh, it's going to be all Japan. <laughs> so if you don't want to hear about delicious beer, if you don't want to hear about booze, if you don't want to hear about uh, one of the best craft beer shops in Europe, this is not the episode for you. But if you do want to hear about beer, if you do want to hear about the best craft beer shop in Europe. You're going to love this episode, Faders, because that's what we do. That's what we break down. All right. Well, without further ado, I was in Berlin, and I was painting at the Beat Freak event. Beat Freak is by far the most amazing techno parties in Berlin, if not the world. They are great. The, the people are great. The staff is great. Uh, it's such a fun event. I go there once or twice a year, and I paint a huge painting. And uh, this painting was a beautiful. Oh, man. I painted this landscape of Berlin with two sexy DJ girls on top of it. And uh, they were pretty sexy. You could definitely find out who is conservative and who is not conservative by who looked at my painting. Because some people looked at the painting, they're like, oh, that is terrible. Look at these girls. Oh, they should not be doing that. And then other girls would look at the painting and they would be like, oh, I can do that. <laughs> it was great. It was so great. If you want to see the painting faders, go to my Instagram page. Uh, it's uh, The Spilt Ink. Or I'll just spell it out. It's T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K. You can see the painting there and all my other work. Oh, man. So anyway, I was at Beat Freak and then worked there. After that, I tried to find my favorite craft beer shop. So, of course, not in the same day. <laughs> I, need lead, I need at least two days recover after painting at Beat Freak. But uh, regardless, after I painted at Beat Freak, then a couple of days later, I walked around Berlin and I found my favorite shop. And I cannot pronunciate this shop. I'm going to do my best. The name of the shop is Get Rank F.A. Inkost. That's it. I'll try to say it fast. Get Rank Even Inkost. I'm not even going to do that with a German accent. I can't even do that with my accent. It, it It's a long name, but the shop is so great. The shop, it, 
Imagine a beer art gallery. This shop is basically a beer art gallery where you can buy all the art for very, very affordable prices. Oh man, when you walk into the shop, you walk in and, and your hands start sweating, your heart starts beating, and your eyes get a little bit dilated and a lot, lot bigger. Because when you walk in there, they got everything. They got every single German craft beer, as well as mini craft beers from all over the world. And they're, they're just lined up and they look so beautiful. And then on top of all the shelves, they have old, old, old uh, Berlin beer bottles and stuff. They, they got beer bottles that are like hundreds of years old. It's, it's awesome. They got like beer kegs that are hundreds of years old. I mean, seriously, this place is more of a museum than an art gallery. But a museum, you can't buy this shit. Art gallery, you can. So you walk in there and you're just like, oh my God, this place is so beautiful. And and I'm just picking things up. I'm, I, I'm, I'm not even thinking. My hands are moving in front of me. And I have no control over them. They're just grabbing bottles and throwing them in a bag. Grabbing bottles and throwing them in a bag. And then I stole everything. No, I didn't steal it. <laughs> I paid for everything. But uh, yeah, I bought so many delicious beers. It was great. So I went in there, I bought these beers. And then after I bought the beers, I was talking to uh, some of the staff who are very, very nice people. When you go there, say hello, talk to the staff. Of course, they speak German, but they also speak English very well. And uh, they know a lot about every single beer. Like if you ask them about a beer, they're like, oh, this beer is blah, blah, blah from this brewery and made in this time. And they use this kind of hops. So you know exactly what you're going to get before you buy it. It's, it's great. It's great. It's so great to have somebody that's to have people that are so educated about something you love and to have a conversation with them. So anyway, I'm talking to them and I asked them if they wanted to do a podcast. They said, sure. How about tomorrow morning before we open? I said, no problem. So I went to my friend's house and I drank every single craft beer that night. I got so shit faced off of so many delicious beers. Oh my God. It was so great. I mean, Seriously, if you're going to get faded, like really faded in Germany, and you do it off of like delicious craft beer, it is the best. It is the best. And the cool thing is, all the beers in Germany are great. Germany is, is right, in this day and age, Germany is known for cars, chocolate, and beer. They do not fuck that up. They do not fuck that up. All their cars are great. All their chocolate is great. And all their beer is awesome. So, so to have craft beer from Germany, it's like... I don't even think there's a word to explain it. It's like more than awesome, more than marvelous, more than fantastic, more than superb, more than uh, mind-blowing. It's great. These beers are fantastic. Uh, it's like a kid being in a candy shop. It was so great. I want to cry. It was so good. <laughs> but anyway, I drank those beers and then went in the next day, completely hungover. And so I walked in, I was like, I was talking to the owner. I'm like, hey, Kai, the owner's name is Kai. I was like, uh, I drank all those beers last night. We're going to do the podcast, but I need, I need some hangover beers. He goes, oh, try these in these fridge. These are great all day, all night for hangovers and for getting drunk and for drinking and enjoying. I'm like, thank you. So I had a couple of beers and stuff, which are like eight, nine percent or whatever. And then we did the show. And faders, without further ado, please enjoy this wonderful episode with a fantastic interview with my good friend and owner of Getrankefefinkost. Maybe I did it. Did I do it? Did I do? Did I say it right? <laughs> Please, did I say it right? But anyway, enjoy this interview. Your first podcast, huh? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> You're going to be famous. All right. In Japan. So, in Japan. No, actually, a lot of our listeners are all over the world. Mm. We've had people from Finland come to Tokyo and visit us. We had people from, um, a lot of people from America and England come and mm. visit us. But our podcast is huge. We're really big in China, mm -hmm. supposedly. I don't know. Cool. 
Yeah, but uh, yeah, so hopefully, I mean, people in Europe and stuff, will, or people visiting Berlin will come here and that'll be pretty awesome for you guys. So, all right, without further ado, who are you and where are we? Uh, my name is Kai. We are in Berlin in the district of Friedrichshain. We are in Boxhagener Straße in my bottle shop. Awesome. And what's the name of this shop? Uh, Getränke Feinkost, the German word. Okay, and what does the German word mean in English? Uh, well, Getränke is for beverages, mm -hmm. and uh, Feinkost is like uh, delicatess, maybe. Mm -hmm. And, okay, for all you faders out there, I am at the ultimate craft beer store in I, I, I don't know about other parts of Europe, but definitely in Germany, because this place here, you walk in and it's like, it's like an art gallery of beer. You walk in and you just see all these beautiful, beautiful bottles and labels. And just, you come in here and it's like being like, you know, a kid in a candy shop. I'm like an adult in a beer shop. It's like the same. <laughs> How long has this shop been open? I found this shop two years ago. Like uh, I was here on business and I came in and I found this place and I was like, this is great. And I bought like 20 beers and I brought them back to Tokyo and I drank them with my friends and everybody was just like blown away. And so now I'm back and back here and I found the place. I was like, thank God. And so I, I'm just so happy. And how long has this place been open? Uh, we opened he uh, here in 2013, end of 2013. 2013. Mm -hmm. And what is the history of this shop? Are you just like, because like in Berlin or in Germany, you've got the main five beers, there's, um, <clears throat> well, what are the main five beers? Uh, you mean from, from major producers? Yeah, like uh, domestics. Um, well, uh, Radebergers, huge Becks, for example. Becks, yeah. Mm. Um, in Berlin, in particular, it's Berliner Pilsner, Berliner Kindle, maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my favorite is actually Berliner. Is, that, is Berliner kind of like low level or something? Because like, I've been drinking with some of my friends and I'm like, I love this one. They're like, no, 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 you have to drink this one. And then with my other friends, you know, it's kind of like a class system or something with beer. Uh, well, in Germany, uh, the, beer, uh, the beer quality in general is very high. Yes. Uh, we have big producers and small producers. Mm -hmm. uh, the producer of Berliner Kindle and Berliner Pilsner is a big producer. Mm -hmm. um, so it's uh, more or less uh, the only big brewery in Berlin. Mm -hmm. All the other breweries are smaller. Mm -hmm. um, so what do you say? Yeah, it's tough, a, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you asked me something. All right. Like, okay, going back to like the major producers of beer in Germany. Mm -hmm. Germany is famous for having good beer. Mm -hmm. Like when you think about Japan, mm -hmm. you think about sushi. You think about Italy, you think about uh, spaghetti, right? Or pizza. You think about France, wine. America, uh, McDonald's. <laughs> but when you think about Germany, you think about amazing beer. Like everybody's like, dude, the beer in Germany, drink beer, you're gonna love it, right? So when you come here and you drink the domestic beer, like uh, Berlander and Bex, it's great. It's great, it's really fantastic. It's hard to find bad beer here. In fact, I, I never, I haven't found bad beer. And so, with all the main beer companies being so amazing, how is like craft beer companies being developed? Like how did the craft beer scene start? And why did they start? If they're like, this beer is so good, but we can make something better maybe, or? Mm -hmm. uh, well, the, the craft beer market in Germany is very tough because uh, there are a lot of breweries and beer prices are very low. Mm -hmm. So the difference between a traditional beer and a craft beer is very high. Um, that is different to other countries, like in the US uh, 30, 40 years ago, uh, the craft beer scene started and uh, grew up very quickly because uh, the beer was not that good. Mm -hmm. uh, and in, in Germany, uh, well, there are 
the Germans uh, are traditionally drinking pilsners and uh, lager and wheat beer. Mm -hmm. And uh, even now, after, I don't know, in, in, in Berlin or in, in Germany, the whole thing started 10 years ago or so. And uh, lots of Germans, or most of the Germans, I would say, don't know craft beer, don't know what it is, don't know what it means. Uh, you asked about how it started. It started when uh, the whole thing started in other European countries. Uh, Germans uh, flew to the US or uh, found craft beer in other European countries. And uh, yeah, they wanted to start, wanted to start uh, something different. Uh, was interesting for them. No, I, I think they're doing an amazing job. The craft beer here is absolutely fantastic. Um, I came in yesterday and I picked down, I, I think I picked down like 12 craft beers. And then I met a friend, as I told you before, I met a friend, went over to his house. We had a couple of Berlanders. We ran out of that. It was late. And then we drank all the craft beer. <laughs> and now I'm hungover. And um, so my, my idea like of the origin of like beer in, in Germany is that it's made by monks, like in the mountains. There's like, these monks that are up there. They're making beer, drinking beer and stuff like that. <clears throat> is that true? How true is that? Uh the, the, the monks uh, play a big part in the early history of beer, I would say, not only in Germany, but also in other countries, like in Belgium, for example. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know it's, uh, too much about the early history of beer. So I know that uh, before the, the Reinheitsgebot, the purity law uh, was, um, was, was created, uh, they brew with, uh, with herbs. A lot, of, uh, a lot of people brew with herbs, and they were regional herbs, mixtures. Um, yeah, but I don't know too much about the early history, so. That's okay. Mm -hmm. Well, what kind of people are making beer now? Like all the craft beer? Is it kind of like hipsters or beer nerds or just like uh, business people that made a lot of money and they're like, fuck it, let's make beer. Yeah, all of this. Um, there are people coming with big money, others starting, uh, others start brewing beer from, from an interest, from uh, uh, from because they are uh, uh, passionable, mm -hmm. they have passion for the product. Mm -hmm. um, there are some traditional breweries uh, who start brewing craft beer, um, so they brew traditional beer and craft beer as well. Mm -hmm. um, the big companies are doing it as well as in other, as in other countries. Mm -hmm. So there are different players. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. In Japan, it's not really common, but it's a little popular for people to make beers in their house. I like kind of like uh, home breweries, I guess, you know, in, in Japan. Like, I know maybe five people who are doing this. They're just like just brewing their beers at home and stuff. And then they have little beer parties and like uh, they're, they're like at the park or whatnot. And in Japanese apartments are super small. You see this space right here? You can fit two families. <laughs> I'm not even joking. And so, are people doing that here as well? Are people making their own beer? Or is it just like, the beer here is just so awesome. And now there's craft beer where people are just like, why make it? Uh, I would say home brewing is a big trend right now. I know of a lot of people who are uh, starting or want to start brewing beer at home. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of brewing courses around here. And uh, so this is uh, trending right now. That's awesome. And what makes a good craft beer? I mean, you've got so many options. And like yesterday, you guys introduced me to like some of the best like Berlin craft beers, which were fantastic. I mean, amazing. A whole variety of flavors going from one kind of taste of like steak, but it was good steak. And then another one was like this, this really grapefruity IPA, but like really fresh grapefruit. Like every beer was like a party in my mouth. I was just like, party time. <laughs> you know, it was like the discotheque was happening, you know? And so, in your, in your opinion, what makes a good craft beer? A good craft beer 
It has to be uh, a good product first of all, so the, the taste must be uh, in line with, um, with how an IPA or how a beer style should be. Um, hard to explain. Um, you drink a beer and you like it or you, like, or you don't like it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a matter of taste. For me, it, uh, a beer uh, should taste like uh, it should uh, taste according to the beer style. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, a producer, a brewer, must be connected to his product. He must, uh, he must have passion for the product, and uh, so he must be the person behind the product. For, for my uh, understanding. Mm -hmm. So it's all about like the passion and what the people want. You know, like their perspective of what a good beer is, and that's a good beer, right? <laughs> awesome. I gotta say, another thing is, when it comes to craft beer. They kill it with the labels. Like every beer that I see, like, I mean, this one right here is your friend's beer, which is the Flesser Brow, the stout. That's an amazing label. And then I'm looking at the, the Hop, uh, dude, I'm so bad with German names. I can't, I can never get German. The Hoffenbohnen. Hoffenbohnen. <laughs> Hoffenbohnen is like something you do in the back of a car. <laughs> sorry, sorry. But I mean, this label here is just awesome. You got a demon with a balloon. I mean, the cool thing about like craft beer is, but it, it tastes great. And it looks great, you know? Some of these pictures, like I was just drinking this one, it was called the uh, Mr. Feathers, and it's an owl, the red hop, was it the hoppy red ale? Dude, this looks like a comic book. That's so cool, you know? It's so amazing to see a beer that just looks cool like this. In, in Berlin, where some of these Berlin designers, do they have like, are these beer, uh, Berlin beer crafters, do they have beer, Berlin designers? Because Berlin has like a huge art scene here. Is it all like kept in the family, kept in like, you know, Berlin, the Berlin area? I know that some brewers uh, create or design their label themselves, mm -hmm. so they do it in-house, and others uh, they uh, they let it produce from uh, PR agencies or really. So they're that big advertising guys. <laughs> so they're that big where they actually hire like an advertising agency to design like the label, mm -hmm. because I mean these labels are just badass, you know? Like, when I'm holding the beer, I feel cool, you know? It's like getting like a new haircut, you know, a good new haircut. You're like, all right, I'm cool for a couple of days. But when you're holding the craft beer too. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. What am I drinking right now? What is this? This is uh, Agostina Pils. Agostina is uh, one of the most popular breweries in Munich. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Dude, this is like the best morning beer. Like, what time is it? Is it still morning? I don't even know. Half past one. Half, is it half past one? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm jet lagged, so I'm, it's morning for me. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> oh man. So now a little bit more about the history of beer. You're showing me some of these bottles, some of these old like Berlin bottles and German like beer bottles. Now Grosch has like the top that, that it's kind of like it's got a, a part of the beer. It's attached to the beer and stuff. Does all German old beers have like a top that's attached, like a bottle cap, like kind of like plug that's attached to the beer? Uh, I don't know the English word for this, uh, for this, uh... Let's call it a plug. I don't know the name either. Yeah. Plug. It's a plug. It's a plug. <laughs> it's a plug. <laughs> it's a plug. <laughs> yeah. I see the plug very often. So uh, even today, breweries uh, use uh, <clears throat> this plug to, yeah. to, to close the bottle. And uh, earlier, uh, it was, maybe it was the best option to, uh, to close the bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so cool. Because I mean, the thing is with those, you can drink half your beer, put it in the fridge, and drink the other half later. You know, after if you drink like five or six beers and you have that seventh one, you're like, oh God, 
oh, I'll save this one for the morning. And then you wake up in the morning and it's still good. The bubbles are still carbonated, you know? Mm. So that's like the good thing. That's the problem but with bottle caps. Wait, you should not wait too long. <laughs> <laughs> you should never drink. I, I try not to, but you know, you got some of those nights. And I got to say, another thing about like German drinking culture, like you can drink on the streets. And all the beers here, there, there's, I, I don't see any cans. Everything's bottles and stuff. So everybody's walking around with bottles and it's kind of cool. And you, you can drink on the streets, you can drink on the trains. Is there any place you can't drink in Berlin? Uh, as far as I know, uh, on the public transport in Berlin, it's not a lot to drink. But you can drink on the streets and uh, in the public. Wait, wait, you're not supposed to drink on the trains? Because I've been doing that for the last two days. I do that too. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I was like, oh man, I'm going to go to jail. <laughs> oh, I've already seen like the cops, or I, I don't even know if they're cops, but I was on the train, right? And I bought the ticket. Because in Berlin, you got to buy a ticket, and then like uh, undercover cops show up, and then they check everybody's ticket, you know? And so they're, I'm. They're not police. They're not police? They're not police. So I can run away and it's okay? Uh, they are hired by the uh, public transport company. Mm -hmm. uh, you can try to run away, uh, but uh, they might follow. <laughs> yeah, yo, these guys were big, man. It was scary. I'm on the train, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm, having, I'm drinking a beer, you know? And, and all of a sudden they go on and they pull on, like, they, they look like, they, they kind of looked almost like homeless, right? They got jeans, they got beards, their shirts are all flannel and stuff, you know? They, they could have been from Seattle in the 90s, right? So they get on the train, they're like, da -da 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 -da. and then they pull out these cards, and everyone, all of a sudden, everybody looks down, right? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know, is this a stick-up? <laughs> Take my money, but not my passport. Tickets, please. Yeah, <laughs> tickets, please, right? So then I show my ticket, and they're like, all right, cool, they're all right, cool. But they busted one guy who didn't have his ticket. What happened? Happens for real. <laughs> happens for real. What happens to him? Does he get in trouble? He doesn't go to like train jail or anything, does he? <laughs> no, they they uh, register his name from his ID, and uh, he needs to pay I don't know sixty euros. Sixty euros. Mm -hmm. What if what if I, cause I don't have like an ID or anything like that? So like, do I just pay sixty euros, or uh, do I? What kind of trouble would I get in if I didn't have a ticket? I, I'm just gonna run. I'm not a fast runner. I, I'm gonna run and get beaten up, I guess. <laughs> uh, they, well, they are not allowed to beat you, of course. Um, oh, that's such a plus. So uh, give them, give them your, uh, your ID, and uh, maybe you're away before they want the money from you. <laughs> <laughs> what if I start crying? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I look like a teenager. You know, I'm 40 years old, but I look like a teenager. So I could be like, I'm 16 years old. I lost my parents. <laughs> Mom! <laughs> I even sound try like that, a, Try that. Try that. <laughs> that's going to be my good. That's my ace card. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. All right. Now, I got to ask you. So you're, I mean, we are in like one of the best places that has the most amazing beers. And you are the king of the castle here. So when you come here and you come in and you see all these beers, what is your go-to beer? Like, let's say it's Friday night. You just finished work. You just locked the door. And you're like, oh, you know what I really need right now? I need a... Which beer? <laughs> it's, a it's a most it, difficult question, huh? Yeah, well, it, it, it depends on the mood. Um, well, when, I'm, when I start drinking beer uh, after mm -hmm. work, uh, I would start with a, a Pilsner or a wheat beer, first mm -hmm. of all. Mm -hmm. So I would not drink a, a very tasteful or very strong or very heavy beer yeah. as a first beer. So I would start with a nice Pilsner or, or, or Hefeweizen. 
So something kind of smooth, right? Yeah. All right, what if you're sad? What if it's a bad day at work? And you're like, oh God, I had a, a shitty customer or something. What, what kind of beer would you go from there? Would you go to a stout? You should not drink for that reason. <laughs> I drink for every reason. <laughs> I'm alive! Pilsner! <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay. What if somebody comes here and they're like, just like a, they're a tourist, but they love beer and they come in and they say, oh man, I love German beer. I've already had a lot of Berlander. I love Berlander. Bex is great, mm. but I want to try like a craft beer. Mm -hmm. Which craft beer would you recommend? Uh, we offer a lot of uh, Berlin brewed uh, local uh, beers here. Mm -hmm. So I would uh, recommend that first of all, mm -hmm. uh, but we also have other good German uh, craft beer or European ones. Awesome. Outside of like, outside of German beers, what is another big player when it comes to like the craft beers? So like the German craft beers are amazing. Everyone I've had has been absolutely fantastic. But then when it comes to like other countries, craft beers, and, and not, not America, let's stick with like Europe and stuff. Which European country do you think is like uh, the next big player when it comes to the, the craft beer scene? Mm, well, this is happening right, right now. Uh, Scandinavia, uh, Denmark and Sweden. Scandinavia. Denmark and Sweden in particular. Mm. England is, uh, is happening a lot. Uh, Poland. Mm. And also in other South European countries. I've seen Spanish stuff, Italian. Wow. Yeah, and good quality. I mean, it's so weird, you know? Like, when, I mean, you, might, you and I were probably about the same age, right? And so, uh, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> maybe you're younger than me. <laughs> All right, we're about the same age. Yeah. And I remember when I was younger, maybe about 15 years ago, everybody just drank the regular beers. You know, in America, it was just Budweiser, Miller, you know, something or whatever, you know, just like the, the, the top beers. Japan, same thing. Like, everybody drank like Asahi, Kirin, Sapporo and stuff, right? And then, I mean, it was just like all over the world is the major beer companies. And then all of a sudden, it happened almost overnight. Boom, craft beer is in and craft beer is big. In your opinion, what sparked that? Like, what made that happen? What made people want to start drinking craft beer instead of, like, the major players? They want something different. They want to support independent producers. Mm -hmm. uh, they like the taste. They like the taste. Or they like the scene. Maybe they have friends. They are in a group. Uh, learn about it and so on. Yeah. I think it happened when I was in college, like in 1995 or so. I remember the first beer that I saw that was like strange. I moved to San Francisco and I'm, I'm from Michigan, right? In Michigan, Budweiser, 100% Budweiser. And it's not the good Budweiser because here in the Czech, they have the, the Czech Budweiser, which is absolutely amazing. But then there's American Budweiser, which is like water beer. But then I remember going to San Francisco and they had Anchor Steam. And I was like, what the fuck is Anchor Steam? And then I, I had one, I was like, whoa, this is beer. This is like the way beer should taste. This is beer, I like beer, you know? And then I started drinking beer. <laughs> and for you, what was like your first like craft beer experience? Can't, can't really remember. Uh, so five, long ago. Five, <laughs> five, six, seven years ago, I had my first one and uh, uh, that was interesting for me, and uh, I drank more and learned more about uh, about it, learned about the breweries and uh, about the scene and so on. That's awesome. Mm. That's great, man. All right. So, what I, do you want to plug your shop? Talk a little bit more about your shop. You know, like location, how to get here. Uh, do you have a website or something, or is there anything that you want to? So, because there's going to be a lot of people listening to this, mm. and so I, I, after listening to this conversation, people are going to be like. 
when I go to Germany, I want to go here. <laughs> How can people find here? And also, your logo is really awesome. This is a really cool logo. I got one of your bags. Uh, well, we have a website, mm -hmm. uh, www.getränkefeinkost.de. We're going to have to spell that. Yeah. Everybody listening is already drunk. <laughs> can you put it on your website? I'll put it on the website. I'll get a business card. Uh, and we're on Facebook. You're on Facebook too? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome, that's great. And so you guys are open seven days a week or do you guys close on Sunday? Uh, on Sundays it's not allowed to open uh, such a shop in Germany. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, what are some other interesting German like beer law or alcohol laws? So Sunday, you can't have alcohol on Sunday? You can when you bought it on Saturday. Ah. <laughs> but the shops are not allowed to open on Sunday or on public holidays. But what about Christmas? On Christmas? Uh, Nothing's open, the right? The 25th and 26th of December are closed because public holiday. Public holiday? Ah, oh, man. All right, so if you do come here, don't come here on a public holiday. <laughs> don't come here on Christmas. <laughs> awesome, man. Hey, Kyle, thank you so much for doing this, man. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Yo, faders, I hope you enjoyed that interview as much as I did. It was a fantastic time, and uh, God, there's there's nothing better than doing an interview drinking amazing German craft beers. Uh, I hope you're doing the same thing right now. Not interviewing, but uh, drinking amazing craft beers, or uh, any beer. Any beer is good, but craft beers are just so much better. Sometimes. <laughs> I think I've had too much to drink right now, but uh, faders... Thank you again for listening to this episode. Definitely check out our sponsors. Go to thespiltink.com. Go to Mitzia Liquors, located in Asagaya. And check out Gamuso, Gamuso Venue in Asagaya as well. And uh, Faders, we're going to see you next week with Tom and maybe a guest. All right. And that's going to be episode number 398. And we'll see you there. Peace. What's up, faders? Do you like our show? Of course you fucking do. That's why you're tuned in. But have you ever asked yourself if you could get more out of your got-baited experience? Well, now here's your chance because we are proud to announce our very own Patreon page. But don't freak out. Our podcast was and always will be free, but with your generous donations, we hope to improve it. And since we're all about fan appreciation, we've got the sweet, sweet rewards for our donors. Rewards include, but not limited to, shout-outs, bonus content for interviews and news stories, chances to appear on our show, and even gift packages sent direct to your door. For more information, check out our Patreon page at Baydol. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to... Mitsuya Liquors. 
That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, Got Fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right, Got Fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com. That's www.gamuso.com. That's right. Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. My old brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Will you wait till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should use me? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.